This episode of the Savage Snowflake podcast is brought to you by Boundless Technology. Boundless Technology strives to advance in the cannabis industry by creating innovative products with portability and stealth in mind. Aiming to deliver an affordable, efficient and straightforward experience for the consumer, Boundless offers an alternative to the traditional joint or water pipe. Enjoy the taste, smells and effects of cannabis at lower vaporization temperatures with Boundless Technology products. Use coupon code SAVAGE for 10% off all Boundless Technology products at bndlstech.com. Follow Boundless on all social media at bndlstech. And if you want to show your support for the podcast, head to patreon.com forward slash savage snowflake to donate as little as $1 a month. All right, savages. Let's get to it. I have to read You can repeat what you just said. That's all right. Well, then I know that a- you probably have some rap. You have, you have your... If people don't know, he has this whole like garage band thing up where he is... Audacity, that's himself. the program we use. Yeah, it's a free program. It's called Audacity, and cool you have audacity. the audacity, audacity to also be a white rapper. I think that's a good. <laughs> I think that's a, a good rapper. name because how many SoundCloud rappers have this audacity thing, and then they also probably a few, yeah. Or they're probably more likely on Ableton or you know Pro Tools or something like that if they're making music. I don't know, but I feel like it's pretty wild. Um, and a then you thought I had to have some rap somewhere in my past. I was in a punk band when I was a kid. Well, punk's but I actually, than rap. but I have, um, I did put me rapping up the other day on my Instagram. Was it an old rap or was it you? Like, did she recorded doing? the other day? Yeah. But why? What? Because uh, I like to rap sometimes. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel happy. What do you rap about? What's the lyric? What are the lyrics? Stuff about? and life and things. That do you was sing talking, a that was me talking about uh, social media and how it's like, is it really a so social media or is it you know uh, a kind of. Um, and antisocial interactions. Did you say is it social media or anti-social media? No, I didn't say it like an American. No, I said like an English anti. Yeah. Anti. Anti. Like like you're married to your uncle. Anti. Anti. Yeah. Well, oh, people might. The antichrist. Two of my, not the well, antichrist. We called my aunts ants. We haven't even introduced my, you yet. This is the weird. My children open. call me aunt. So. Your children. My kitties. My my nieces and nephews. They call me auntie instead of auntie. All right, well, we're going to refer to you as auntie Annie Lederman. That's who you're listening to, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake podcast with me, Jeff Leach. Father, mother, sister, brother, lover, protector, um, confidant, and, and 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 studious employee. Do you call yourself a mother because of your haircut? or? Yeah, because I look okay. a bit like a soccer mum in her yeah. 40s. Trying to, when she comes back and goes, I got a thing done. Yeah, Come and see. See mommy's hair. <laughs> And that's me. See, mommy's rap. I'm leaving it. That's Instagram. why. That's my target demographic is predominantly. <laughs> is that true? Twenty-eight to fifty-two year olds, Women. housewives. Yeah, they because they like your rings. Love it. They like your jewelry. Oh, they drink it up. I come Do on. Do people ask where you I'm buy strong. it? Strong. I look like I can put up a shelf. I'm very handy. Very good with DIY. But then they also, I've got the Fabio esque hair. Yeah. Like I could embrace them on a on a majestic sailboat on the top of a crashing wave you know but what happens like if you cut your hair you just become a normal person i'm like samson i'd lose all my power you think that it's no comedy value anymore i'd be just be like do you I'd ever be a man fucking... bun it no i don't like man buns i, I tie the little ponytail at the back of my head sometimes when i'm in the gym or something but a not like a pony no so i pull it back and then i tie it into a little knot at the back but i don't have it up here like a fucking top knot and or then man. they do like the little shaved under sometimes i don't do the shaved under or anything now I'm, i just so fucking wild. tie it out my face sometimes i feel like it's like men's rights like you guys are like we need to have our hair yeah why can't i why can't i man bun it do you think that makeup is going to become a thing for guys it already is. Yeah, but do you think it's going to be like mainstreamed? Like no. I know there's like all these adorable little gay no, boys I don't think, I don't think we're that are gonna, doing their makeup I on think, YouTube. I think um, exactly, and That's I also so I think we're so like as as gender fluid and gender queer as the world pretends like it is. I think the majority of men still have that Neanderthal masculinity that makes them just be like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not painting right. my face. However, you, know? you guys fucking love Halloween. Love Halloween. Guys love we Halloween. Lo- oh, you always wear also, makeup. Wait, no, the two weeks the after Halloween, men you guys love never to dress up as women. Of, for always, Halloween. They always love dressing up. In a, I, I'm not going to deny dressing up in a skirt and a pair of fucking heels and stockings. <gasps> Ooh, wow. love it, love it. Don't want to live my life that way, but yeah, I want to get a few nice photos. You know, maybe you do. Maybe if it was acceptable, you men's do. legs look amazing. But nobody like um. Uh, you should see their dicks. It's crazy, but I'm sure you have. But <laughs> they're not that nice looking. Dicks are the worst part. Dicks are not good. Well, the balls are worse than the dick. Balls are more balls are, offensive aesthetically. Well, they're just so like the the way the sack doesn't fit them. The right, it's like the wrong <laughs> size. Do you know what I mean? Well, you think they should just be just perfect? Maybe. So I mean, that would be frightening too. 
It's all... Uh, yeah, if they were too bunched up, you'd be a bit like, well, I mean, like, has he way, even got balls? What are these? I haven't like hooked up with anyone that old, but I just imagine how it just gets so much That's worse. That's a lie. You've dated some pretty old no, guys. No, 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 no. Kurt's oldish. He's only like six, seven years older than me. Yeah, but how old I've are you? I've never dated like... I'm 35. Yeah, so he's... Four, oh, okay. He's all right. 41. Oh, okay. No, I 41. thought he was older than that. Oh, that's fucked up. That's not fucked up. I just thought he was older. But I just feel like, you know... 41's quite young. That's quite still... It's gonna. How old are you? 34. Oh, you're 34. 34. You're getting gray, dude. Oh, yeah, I know. And a little bit in the front and half my beard. It's going to go fast. Yeah. I'm excited about this bit because when that grows all the way out, you're going to have, have like a, a strip. white strip down the front. How fucking cool is that? I guess that's cool. I'm getting my X-Man power. We've already established I'm a geek. You walked in, the first thing you said, Annie Lenneman, nicest person in comedy. You walk in and go, oh, so you're a fucking geek. I just, it's funny to have like, the, it's just funny to have like the bloody like sci-fi-ish, but also the tits. It's just so funny. Do you jerk off to like uh, anime stuff? I have definitely masturbated watching hentai or, yeah. Did you have Jessica Rabbit in your country when you were Yeah, little? yeah. Did you get a boner for her? Fuck yeah. Jessica was, Rabbit is every young man's probably first arousal, moment I used arousal. to go to like my Quaker And probably a lot school. of women as well. Yeah, for sure. I used to She's wear so like sexual. my, want to wear my hair over one eye, try to Jessica Rabbit it. How did that work out? I mean, I don't know. I was like in fourth grade, so nobody really noticed. Is I Hopefully. Think, you don't I mean, want him to notice. I think there's... um. There's like an awakening that every child goes through, and you—it's not—it's not sexual per se. It is hundred percent biologically sexual, but you don't know it's sexual. You just kind of go, "Oh my god, Jessica Rabbit!" When I see her, I just feel like yeah. something, and I don't know what it is. She was definitely that for me. I'm trying to think of who I had my first. But I'm not going like, "Oh, I want to rip that red dress off and fucking pound her." Well, like, I'm I just remember like, feeling uh, so like girl bonery for. When my so-called Zena life came Warren. out, Do you remember Zena no. Warrior well, princess? I'm not going to say girl. I'm not a lesbian, so I would say boys. You were had a crush on her because I always thought I she read very lesbo to me. Z- yeah, but I mean Zena Warrior Princess. Wow. And then they had a lesbian. Do you like to be physically dominated? No, I'm quite dumb in the bedroom, but I just like a strong woman. I think strong women are sexy. Yeah. It's when a strong woman like like Xena can literally like cut. <laughs> how excited I am about Zena, Right. Let me tell you the thing about Zena, Annie. Zena could cut her way through a, a swath of fucking enemies. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. She killed like 20 dudes, right? She's like Girl She's Jack Bauer. She's super fucking stacked, amazing, sick. But then afterwards, she'd take the fucking leather armor off and drop the cuirass and then she'd climb into bed and she just wants to get fucked by a man. Yeah. And that's what's super hot about. And sometimes She's a, a tough, boss-ass bitch, but then in the bedroom, she's happy to be a woman. She was, I think, a very huge, like, uh, lesbian. Oh, she was definitely a lesbian yeah, character. At I the can. end, the, or they... Suggested that her and her, uh, you know, her, her sort of Robin, her best character. What was her, what was her best friend called? I don't remember. Shit. Was it a girl? It was a girl, yeah. A little blonde girl. And that uh, was her, like, runaround. Uh, there was a lot of sexual chemistry between her and Hercules. Yeah. But then the, it turned out that her and... What was it? It began with A. What was the girl's name? Fuck. Anyway, those two... What well, edited had it? A, they had a lesbian scene. They had a kiss. I think it was one of the first lesbian... Kisses. It was on like wild things. TV. Do you remember that? Yeah, fuck remember yeah. Naomi Campbell and no, no uh, Neve yeah, Campbell. Yeah, Ca- Nev Campbell and uh, uh, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Yeah. Fucking in the pool and there's all champagne my on friend, the titties. Yeah, my what friend, a waste of champagne. My friend and I. I mean, it depends on what you're trying to That's do. That's the alcoholic champagne. in me going. But if you're already drunk, like you're already getting breast. the puss, you don't need to get drunk. Yeah, exactly. You're already in it. You're already. Elbow deep in that. Also, then you have to pay someone puss. to put some more chlorine in the pool, clean it. But out. then Kevin Bacon was filming. Remember, <sighs> he was in the bushes. My friend and I redid. Uh, we used to redo movie trailers and movie scenes, but with hot dogs in them. Before Seth Rogen came out with that sausage party, we had a thing called Sausage Party. Okay. And uh, not saying he stole it, but you owe me money. Um, but so we just had we had uh, a Nev Campbell and a Denise Richards and Nev Campbell didn't have boobs. She just had nipples because she has flat chested compared to Denise. It's I, good. I loved her little boobs. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. That was super fun. That I was definitely aware of the sexual nature of that point of my life. Do you know what I mean? Like Jessica Rabbit wasn't that. It wasn't yeah, two no, girls had, thrashing like, around in a pool. I had a crush on my Showgirls, well, the film Showgirls. Oh, yeah. That's just straight up porn. But did you watch my, so- or uh, not my, so- uh, Say by the Bell before and see Jesse Spano? The girl who was in Showgirls. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to watch her on Say by the Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she was. was Bell. So that was like really shocking. Yeah. Well, that was her trying to be like, look at me, I'm an adult actor and now. She, and now I you'll do, always be and that. And it's like, you're only And forever be, you'll be that. But wow, those, when the ice and the nipples, woo. Yeah. It's amazing. And then there was the scene where the black guy fingered her and she was on a period. 
Oh, I don't remember that. That's, that's pretty wild. fucking. That's pretty. That's pretty oh, progressive. Oh, in fear when they when uh, when uh, Mark Wahlberg fingered Reese Witherspoon. Spider be the... better. Spider be better. Yeah. Every day, gotta 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 throw the fingers in there. <laughs> so creepy. That's what I do. I pray to Jesus. I'm pray so to Jesus for forgiveness. I just throw some fingers in. To my face. Spider be better every day. You see how uncomfortable I am. What listening to Marky, Marky Mark? Yeah, when you do the Spider impression. Be better. His Instagram's amazing. His is? I never look at it. Amazing. He's like putting Eliza Schlesinger and shit into movies now. Really? Yeah, he's on the scene, I guess. Or I don't know where she is at. Well, he's hanging out with comedians. I don't know. He's How does giving... he do that? He gets up at four in the morning, works out, prays to Jesus. Then he does shit all is day long. Is he Jesusy? Super Jesusy. He's really? born again Christian, yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Is it? I don't know, I guess. I bet he had more fun when he used to do coke and fuck hookers. There's got to be a reason he did it though, right? <laughs> like, what's he, there's something that wasn't working. Maybe yeah. he got molested wasn't, or probably wasn't happy. Or Maybe. probably also wasn't happy. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I've been in places where the party rock and roll lifestyle just made me so miserable. And that's why I barely live that. Yeah, you just but dress it. You just I didn't it. have to go some opposite end of the spectrum yeah. to get there, you know? I just went, uh, maybe just stop drinking. Yeah. Maybe just don't. Do you not drink? Say, well, I, I can drink. I don't go out and get drunk all the time. Right, I don't drink anymore. And also, like, uh, you know, no class A's. I just smoke a little weed. Yeah. Great. Love that. I do. I like to do hallucinogens and stuff. I like to do stuff that will, like, help me. What's the trippiest experience you've ever had on mushrooms or acids? Um, I've had really good experiences on all of them. DMT has been the one that was, like, the most... Never done DMT. It's I know. Really it's, I know that's what's in, you know, it's, all of those drugs. But it's, DMT, saying the word DMT just makes me seem like you're smoking peyote or something like that. It is, like, I feel like it is... It's a bit cracky. Like it's a bit cracky. Well, you have to smoke it out of a crack pipe. Oh, then it's... Like it's pipe. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I've never smoked anything out of a crack you pipe. You feel like you're like, I'm really leaning into this. Oh. And it tastes weird. Like, you've never tasted or smelled anything like it. And you synthetic, have, like, flashbacks Super synthetic. No, I mean, it's... I think it's just from a thing. Where did you take DMT? Um, I took it... The first time I took it, I was, like, um, feeling all fucked up. It was, like, after the election and stuff. I'm, like, embarrassed that an election can affect me that much. But um, I was feeling, like, really fucked up about it. And This is pretty recent, then. What, a couple of years it ago? It was, yeah. Two years ago was the first time I did it, I would wow. say. And so it was that November... I drove to Santa Fe. My, I used to live in Santa Fe. My best friend doesn't live there anymore, but she did live there on this farm in Espanola, which is kind of a bad That's town, where you but, want to do DMT on a farm. But I'm driving out there and I'm going, this is going to be, like, I, I felt so, like, weird. I felt so uncomfortable with just the everything. The concept of smoking out of a farm. And so I said, pipe. but I said to them, I'm hanging out with her and her husband and they're like ayahuasca people, you know? Oh, I've never and, done that, but I'd like to try But ayahuasca, ayahuasca and DMT you, are the, the same ayahuasca? thing. I've not done it. But so DMT is like a faster hit. Sure. And you do it for like five and it's also minutes. less about the spiritual experience necessarily it's more about the the get the high no whereas ayahuasca there's no is more get about the high. being very connected right no it's all very you don't get con- you don't it's get high, not with like DMT? A high it's like you're in another universe oh you literally oh it's crazy okay you blast off you go you go somewhere what did you see um first time i kept my eyes open this was when i was in santa fe my friend's husband i was like i want to do something like dmt or something i feel like it. and he's like oh i have some and i was like oh my god we're like sitting in front of a fire in their yeah. farm and i was like this is perfect so we went into this little alcove area and they had a bed there. So I sat on the bed and then they sat with me and they fed me this pipe, you know? Yeah. And I took maybe like three to five hits. I don't know, really deep hits. And then You've I kept never my, done it before. I had never done it before. That sounds like a lot. Well, I just, well, that's how much you have to take. You take as much as until you can't, but you like lose your sense of body and stuff. Right. So I kept my eyes open, which I think they don't recommend that, but I'm glad nobody told me not to do that because it was a pretty chill, cool experience. So yeah. everything kind of hardened. I saw this uh, pendulum type thing, and then I saw everything became... The pendulum of time. Something, though. Yeah. Maybe pendulum's the wrong word. I think pendulum's the wrong word. It wasn't like a tick tock. Oh, okay. Tick. It was like a... An obelisk. Medallion or something? A medallion. I don't know. It was just a lot. Everything was connected and thinking squiggly. Kurt's like hairy chest and you're the medallion nestled in between Ew, it. What does that? Let's leave, let's leave <laughs> I'm just Kurt trying to ruin on your sideline. sex life forever. <laughs> so go on. But, so there's um, this big medallion in the sky. So no, I'm in this room. Everything hardened. So everything got geometrically shaped. Okay. In the whole room. So crisp, I'm looking really at things. Very well, crisp. Right. And I, I, the room, I was looking, my friends were to my left and then there's this bookshelf and the rest of the room is to the right and it was dark. And so to the right, everything was getting darker and darker. And I knew to not, I kept going, don't be scared. So then 
I just kept looking away from the darkness towards the light, which was behind my friends. It's quite biblical, isn't it? It's quite, it was crazy. Got a little religious iconography. No, it was on. very religious because I felt behind them the light. I felt like a maternal, Jeez. Oh. like a female f- vibe. Mother I thought Earth. maybe my grandmother. It felt like a female loving vibe okay. thing yeah. behind them, and then. Everything in the room kept getting darker and darker and the light kept getting smaller behind them. And then everything was getting sucked up into the light. So I was watching objects get sucked up. I watched my friend's husband get sucked up. And then I watched her get sucked up one eye at a time, like stretched out. Like, in, do you remember, did you watch uh, Beetlejuice? Yeah. You know, in the waiting room, like they're yeah, like stretched, yeah. like literally watching it get stretched up. And then I got, my body got sucked up and I kept trying to breathe and I fell back. And that was just like this light and I fell back and I was trying to breathe and breathe and breathe. And then I didn't have to breathe anymore. And I just kind of fizzled out and it was the best. And it felt like you think what death you would be. died. I do feel maybe like I died. Cause that sounds like <laughs> the most generalized yeah. picture of what death would be like. Awesome. It sounds like, well, death. they say that it's the same chemical that's released in your brain when you do DMT that, uh, that is released I wonder in what the brain. French would call that. You know, they, they when you um, orgasm, the French word for orgasm is le petit mort. The little death. The little whatever, death. Yeah. I feel like well, this is like a bigger death. Yeah. It's the real deal, I guess. It but when I did me. acid once and I got really horny and I remember feeling that same sort of like orgasmy, sort of like white light thing. I had the first um, first sex Your I've first had with orgasm? CBD. First orgasm as well. <laughs> Congratulations. First, uh, first breast I had ever touched. I got to touch two. Which was pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I uh, I had uh, sex with CBD lube for the first time. Is that what you last call her? Week, and it was like, hey, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, that's a stripper name. Um, she's a wrestler. She's a pro wrestler. CBD lube. What did it? CBD lube. Did it? What did it do? <laughs> Numb your dick? It didn't uh, make me lose any kind of a hard on it. It made me more intensely hard. Are you sure, or do removed, you think? No, but no, no, a hundred percent. Were like, you jerking I, off? No, no, I was having sex with a girl, uh, and she was very happy. Did you bang that girl that I met at the comedy store? When did you meet a girl at the comedy store? Your friend. She had your accent. Oh no, no, that's my friend. She's my since childhood. Although she was the, uh, I, I was the first guy she ever had a snog with, kissing with tongues, French kiss. Oh really? I was the first guy to have a French kisser. I remember the fir- first guy I kissed was uh, Uncle T- Tim. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> hey. No, it was a. Uh, this guy, John Tim's Biddle. ugly. It was Uncle Steve. That's who everyone wanted to Steve, kiss. Steve, Adam Uncle and Eve, Steve. not Adam and Steve. But I um, was this guy, Jonathan Biddle. Was at my Quaker youth retreat? Quaker? You you were a Quaker? Yeah, I was brought up Quaker. All right, tell me a little bit about Quakerisms. I don't know much. Quakerist, I was a lazy. Quaker, it's a lazy religion. Quakeristian Quakerism. 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 Okay. So it's a form of Christianity Christianity where they believe that God is in the form of an inner light, so that there's this inner light and God in everyone and everything. So they're pacifists. And oh, that's cool. They sound Yeah, right. it's sweet. But they it's make like, fucking mean oats as well, right? Yeah. Is just, that honestly like a Quaker I think, company? Um, I think that uh, what's-his-name was a Quaker who's on the cover of it. Yeah. Or are they like, are they like, are they like, um, what's it called? Uh, not Mormons. Who are the ones that? Churn butter. The ones Amish, that, Amish people, where they don't want technology, they, they would never have a big business like that because they're not. They're well, Quakers are a little bit plain. Okay, but I don't think we never turn like butter. Everyone always. Stuff. Everyone was a lesbian. Honestly, I have this memory. <laughs> I went to this Quaker school. Kurt like thinks this is the funniest story in the world. My dad like cries laughing when I bring it up. But I went to this Quaker school, elementary school, and there were really not that many kids. It was in Philadelphia. It was called Green Street Friends School. Yep, and. Friend Quake, school. Yeah, they're friend. That's what they're called. The Green Street Friends. Quaker is the Society of Friends. This sounds great. It sounds molesty a little bit, but I mean, it sounds. I mean, every organized religion. But Quakerism. I have not heard of any diddling in Quakerism. Really? Yet. Okay, that's good. But there's a lot of lesbians and gay people because it's all about acceptance and there's God in everyone. There's a lot of so. gay Quakers. Mm-hmm. Dude, so there's you're, no. You're literally breaking down every preconception I had about Quakerism. Yeah, Quakerism's too, super chill. It's more like Unitarianism. It's like pretty chill. I remember this guy used to come. And um, and he would wear his Jew garbs, like he would wear his yarmulke and his Jew shawl. I don't know what mm. those are called, but he would wear that there. I had I went to Quaker meeting after the election. Wait, again. he comes Quaker meetings wearing it. Yeah, wearing all the Jews. So stuff. he was a Quaker Jew. Yeah, you can be like whatever you want. Nobody cares. It's just chill. Can you be a different religion? Yeah, I mean, I guess this one guy came in and was talking about. So the whole service is you sit in silence and 
Yeah, this is you're gonna understand why I do stand up. So you sit in silence, and then and these they're called facing benches. So they're just benches that face each other. Hmm. And if you feel moved to speak, you stand up and you speak. So you can say anything you want. So some people would repeat like Bible verses, but we never studied the Bible really. I was never. It wasn't Bible. Did you ever say anything? I would talk every time. Are you kidding me? I used to have to try to not. My brother says, my twin said that I would go on and I would be like, say something really profound. Um, Like we'd be. And then end up with a cock joke. No. Well, I always want to go to like do my like, what do you call a black guy who walks in? (laughs) (laughs) So a black guy walks into a bar. (laughs) Um, Quakerism. But I would always say some bullshit. Birthplace of fucking open micus. It sounds I like. I mean, kind of. You can get time. There's always an audience. But you can do leave. whatever you want. I cursed They're in meeting before. You can do whatever you want. I said, I had... This um, sounds quite progressive as a religion. It was progressive. It was definitely progressive, but... Why do you think it's got this kind of... Um, I, I, maybe this is only as Brits see it, but this kind of, con, uh, con, I don't know, constructed ide- uh, ideology that's really old school and it's a bit like being an Amish person or whatever. That's why I think... People just... I, think, I don't know. They just relate it to that. I think probably because the oats, honestly. Because of his outfit of on the oats, people are like, he, they're pilgrims or whatever. It's like, no, that was kind like... Kind of, yeah. Name? Fuck, it's the but, branding of those oats. But yeah, the oats have done a lot of damage for my community. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, oats like a sore point? No, Quaker? I don't care, but I had... I had a, Do you ever go around another Quaker's house and you're like, what do you want for breakfast? Oh, we got like cornflakes. We no, get we them got free. Some, don't, fucking, don't you fucking say it, Steve. We get them Steve. free. Don't you even say you it. show you your Quaker card. No, I had um, I had a teacher in middle school called Mr. Jones, named Mr. Jones, who would call us all by nicknames. So there was a girl like um, Karen Dreyer, and he called her Washer. You know, it was like any sort of pun he could think of, yeah. and he called me Oats Oatmeal because of I was a Quaker. So nice. he did puns and on the names the or whatever. Yeast infections. And yeah, because I squirted my cottage cheese on him all the time. Uh, Boom! Ooh. Don't you dare edit that out. <laughs> I want you guys to feel that. I want you to put it in slow motion me in fact that. at that point of the podcast i'm gonna slow it to minor zero Cottage times 0.5 0.25 speed <laughs> just for that one segment <laughs> i smothered him with my cottage tree. is that what gonna, i sound like we're gonna put fucking well you will at like 0.25 speed yeah. and we'll put like acid fucking flashback weird it'll be like inverted yeah. colors and stuff i like that it's gonna that be could ca- be my new and then brand. Adults will pick cheese. it up for a fucking eight, eight episode. But series. it's only an eight minute episode each yeah. week. But when you slow it down, it becomes. Yeah. 22 oh, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all literally a motion. quarter speed, so it goes down to twenty two minute episodes. And then John C. Riley comes in and jorts or something. Yeah. I feel like every adult swim John C. Riley. Yeah, Tim in and Eric just yeah. turn up and slap each other in the face. That stuff off. was crazy. I remember being really. I was sick once when I watched Tim and Eric and being like, I hate this so much. Yeah. But then I really like it too. It's one of those things where I'm like, I feel uncomfortable. Adult Swim has such a range, but it really is the range from like very acceptable mainstream weird to potentially unwatchable. Yeah, but I like, do you, do you ever you watch know? Pretty Your Pretty Little Face Goes to Hell? No. It's about hell. On Adult Swim. Yeah. Do you know Henry Zabrowski, who's a murder fist and stuff? Oh, no, he's no. so funny. But he's in it. It's great. It's so disgusting, though. Is There's it, one episode where he... Is this an animated he, series? No, they're all just dressed in I'm watching one, devils. Um, one who's a fucking uh, demon slayer. Gary and his demons. Oh, is that I'm good? I'm watching that fucking hilarious. Was so that on good. IFC? Um, There's maybe. something on yeah. IFC that I saw. Or no, maybe it's FX. I saw something, some preview for something where it was this woman with these fucked up teeth and she had a split tongue, which was kind of cool. I was like, I would watch that. I like American gore horror, and It sounds like American horror But story. American Horror Story... I always feel like they're trying to teach me a lesson or something. I don't need a lesson from a fucking Netflix I don't wanna, show. I don't want a lesson. Don't teach me a lesson. What's the lessons? Keep making comedy specials short and shorter <laughs> so we can fit more of them on our platform. Well, I almost like that too. I'm like, yeah, watch three minutes of my stand-up I and think then an come see me. I think an hour of stand-up is actually too long. Yeah. I think uh, comics, uh, uh, their optimal is about 40, 45 minutes. Yeah, but half hours, the half hours aren't that bad. Half hours is a good amount. Fifteens are good too. Anything that's like I was talking to uh, Nate it's Bergatsy great if about this it's last night. Of me, but if it's of anyone else, yeah. I think it's a terribly short. Do you thing. watch specials? Not really. I watch yeah. some people. I went to see some st- uh, stand up the other day. I paid fucking ew why dollars. I went to see What's Chris Delia do a show at the. Um, are Wilton. you fucking kidding me? I went down to see a show. Yeah. You I paid just, $60 to see Delia. You could go to the comedy like, store any day. I know, but I want to see the full hour. And it was a venue that I like and stuff. Are you trying and to like, like get his vibe because you have the hair? No, actually, we, me and him, he was meant to come on this podcast. And we were talking about it. And um, 
and then he's like ghosted. So, but I went to. So I, you watched, so you showed up? Did you sit in the front row? No, fuck no, no. As he's yeah, performing, go, like, why, why haven't you replied? That happened to me once, dude. That happened to me <laughs> no, once. I never go to tapings anymore because no, I, I always listen. I'm always in the cut. Every time they do the edit, I'm in it. So I went to uh, Mike Lawrence, who I I was like, not that I'm not friends with him now, but we were like when we were doing mics, we were buds, and he got John Oliver was doing the stand up right. New York's thing or whatever. Or New York stand-ups. And so he was on that. And I went to the taping to support him. And they put me in the audience. And I was wearing bright red lipstick. And I think I have like, a big <laughs> face. <laughs> I'm in front. every fucking cut. It's so nice. embarrassing. I wish That's I was like, not, looking at I'm my phone. I'm not embarrassed by that. I always sit at the back. I went to like Dave Smith's one, you know, when the, mm-hmm. the boys were doing that. And I sat at the very back. You know, I'll always mm-hmm. hide at the back. But I um, I just like, I like, when I enjoy someone's stuff. I, so Chris's podcast, I've really, really enjoyed. The and the I really like. Podcast? Yeah, and I like, I, I like. I'm very, um, uh, I really like a few other stand-ups around him that they are clearly working together to help make each other more successful. Right. Like Brian Callen yeah. and Theo Von, Brendan Schaub and all that. And so I actually- Who is really, Brendan? I don't know Brendan. He Who was an he? MMA fighter. And he just started doing comedy? And he started doing stand-up a few years ago. And yeah. he's, he's actually solid. I've watched some of his yeah. stuff. He's funny. Yeah. That's um, a hard thing to do to, to come with an audience already. Sure. Like it's easy in some ways, but then it's it's difficult. Yeah, to it's get nice good to have fucking impressive. you know. Oh, I've got a hundred thousand people who want to know what I'm up to yeah. anyway. And also because those worlds, Joe Rogan bridged those worlds right. so well for an audience. Like right. MMA fans love podcasts, right. love comedy, love going to see stand up. Yeah, it's very identifiable. Same with porn. Yeah, there's a big crossover there. Yeah, there's always some some hottie bitches at the comedy store. Fuck yeah! I'm always no, like, what do you podcast, do? Every <laughs> podcast, every uh, every three podcasts has a porn actress yeah. on it, you know. But anyway, so I went to see him because I thought I'm going to go and actually do what I want people to do to me when they like my shit and buy a ticket to a show, come and see it. And I, I like supporting comedy and I like seeing comedy, but I don't want to see it on a fucking Netflix special. I want to see it live. He's, so he charges 60 bucks. That's pretty well, good. Well, the ticket was 45. Oh, 45. And okay. then it was like $15 booking fee for the venue. Then the venue, get this, a beer, PBR tall boy. How much would you think they could get away with charging for that? It costs like what, a dollar fifty in the store? Right, a PBR. Would you reckon eight bucks? Maybe a hundred percent markup. Maybe ten bucks. Yeah. Maybe seventeen dollars. That's amazing for one of those. And I drank three because I was super and high. And they're so when I got watery there. too. So watery. And we I was used just, to when I was a bar. I used to be a bartender. I spent like a hundred bucks that night in, on uh, fucking Cristalia, and then he hasn't even responded to my text. Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll be listening. I've I've whinged about it on a couple of podcasts, and if he hears about it, you know, I think he can go. Fair enough. Yeah, I ghost on that guy. Yeah. I'm sure he's just busy, but like. So you're texting him, and he's ignoring you. He reached out. We, we were we were DMing on Twitter. You guys were like, bro, bro. We were like, yeah. Bro, we, there was bro. a lot of bros. There was a lot of all right, dude. Cool, buddy. <laughs> I feel like I have the same haircut as you guys too. You know what? There's him, me. I saw a guy called um, Amir K the other oh, yeah. day. Who I he's all hair. He's big hair. He literally looks like a Middle Eastern, slightly older version of me. He's got more gray. But he wears stuff. a hat. He wears a cap, but he's got the same fucking look. Yeah. And then Chris D'Elia posted a photo of some Canadian comic who looks like the spit of him as well. Oh, really? And I wanted to, I feel like it would be hilarious to just do like, a cl- just call it the clone tour and it would be all four of us. I just want to see you guys just cut your hair and just be yourselves. Yeah, we could play I'm sick four of you guys brothers. hiding between, behind your hair. Oh. Your hair guys. I used to have short hair. I used to have like a rockabilly quiff. I used to have like short hair and stuff. Do you want to see me with short hair? I mean, sure. You're going like, for it. I can't say no now. Yeah. Well, you said you want to see what that yeah, looks no, like. Yeah, no, I want to see. I, but I want you guys to just give it up. Give why? Why do you, you, you hate? Because I want you to be yourself. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> that is us. This is how we feel comfortable. No, I wear hoops. I have to let people know where I came from, Philly. There you go. That, no, we are. That is who we are. I don't understand why you would think that's why you struggle. There you go. Look, that's me with short hair. Oh, you look totally different, dude. Yeah. You look like a different person. Yeah. I don't know. I might look it better. What, with short hair? Maybe. Well, thanks. I'll take that to heart when I decide to it's do less my hair. Of, I mean, that's a hair look. Hairstyles based on, look, based on like, what you fucking like. I don't know. I'm here to let you know. I'm a savage snowflake here to let you, you know. You are. You're allowed to have the opinion. It's all right. <laughs> well, I think these hipster glasses are a little bit I fucking try to help. douchey. Well, what else am I going to wear? What other glasses should I wear? Glasses that don't oh, make look you look like you. a 45-year-old pedophile. I look like the a problem pedophile. Is, no, you don't. Like well, that was pedophile. my joke when I first got them. I took a picture outside in elementary school. No, you look like David Koresh. I don't know who that is. He's the guy who did Waco, who had all those people dead. It was a cult, and the cops came, and they tear gassed oh, them, and they all died. Nice. I wouldn't mind a cult. All That'd these kids good. died and shit. Um, have you ever been... Uh, I mean, you got out of the cult that is Quakerism, but actually sounds pretty awesome. Or are you still a Quaker? Do you consider yourself a Quaker? No, but I went to a Quaker meeting. Every once in a while, I'll go to a Quaker meeting. Sometimes you quake? I just don't feel... I feel like, you know, I believe in God, sort of, and more of a DMT sort Does of Does he believe in you, though? 
do you think? I think I, yeah. I think whatever. If there I is think a, it's a girl, a maybe. G- I don't know. I feel when I do DMT, there's she, some mother, she, whatever. It's there's it's some a, motherly. I believe in something, right? It probably like, transcends gender for a start. Because oh, for sure. If, yeah. if, if yeah, this yeah, yeah. thing good created, point, good point. you know, good point. Good but point. whatever it is, if it's anything other than an energy right. inside of us, um, and I can't discredit that there could be some kind of all-powerful being because right. I don't know what came before the explosion that created this universe. Right, 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 right. So I'm, I'm respectful what of that. the explosion? Yeah, I'm, well, exactly. I'm respectful of the idea that there could be a, an all-powerful right. creation. But it's not a benevolent one. No, if I don't there believe is a, in if like... If there is something yeah. like that, it's the, the amount of horrendous shit that happens to every creature The that Bible is seems a little wild to Pretty me. Pretty fucking crazy, right? Pretty a lot wild. of sodomy and fucking and cousin stories, fucking but and I, have murdering you, children. It's, do you know about history? Oh, Are you a history guy? I like a bit of history. So I never learned anything... <laughs> I never learned anything, so I've been trying to learn about history now. Do you listen, how do you do that? Through podcasts? I've been or? listening to this podcast called Revolutions. Okay. There's a few really, really good. good historical ones. Well, I give me some more, too. And I just watch a lot of documentaries, and then I go on Wikipedia. Right, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. See how much, what exactly happened. Yeah, yeah I go all the way back. But there's so many, like, every um, king had, like, a, a boy dancer they loved. Do you know what I mean? There's so much gay sex. I mean, look at the Middle East. It's unbelievable. The Middle East now, Saudi Arabia. Literally, all those. Yo, we're all a little gay as shit. They have these hotels they own. I had a comedian friends. You you probably know comedians who've gone out and done shows out there. Mm -hmm. Fucking Russell Peters, obviously being the most notable that makes money out there. Brown skin, make that brown money. But these motherfuckers have billions and billions and billions. Buddy of mine went out and did shows there. First of all, he got given a Rolex as a gift. Like at the end, as he was leaving, they were like, "Stick a gift." He's already getting paid ridiculous amounts. Saudis, and they're like. Okay, uh, the prince would like he did. He was meant to do a one-hour show. Mm. Started himself, did like fifteen minutes. Got really good laughter every time the guy laughed or applauds everyone in the room. Ha, oh, that's oh, so crazy! Yeah, and then after 15, 20 minutes, the prince he was literally halfway through a joke, just stood up and just went, "Thank you very much, thank you very much." He just decided. Okay. Do they just have a lot of princes? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, tons. But because how do you like, become a Saudi prince? Yeah, you fucking oil money. I don't know. Inherit the you like title. pay you for inherit the title. The, you inherit oh, okay, the title. Yeah. yeah. But it's still one of the most powerful families out there. But we, but, but when guy, I went, I went to London once, and there was I, met, I hung out with the Saudi guy. My oh, friend really? kept. Oh, there was one prince that used to go to uh, Mahiki, and he'd go clubbing. Yeah, and he never drank himself or anything like that. But he used to like to buy. He'd spend like. 50, it was weird. They spent so night. much money on us. Yeah, fifty it was weird. to hundred thousand pounds a night. That that kid owns. He's a socialite in in the UK. I don't know if it was Europe. that guy. I don't know if it was him. Or There's just one a guy who's dude. very famous for it. He looks. He's got a baby face. Bit chubby. Yeah. Um. And he's definitely gay, but not out. Yeah. He's not allowed to be out. But what they do anyway? So he got up and just clapped. Yeah. Twenty minutes in, and he just went oh, okay, and then walked out, and he was like, oh, I guess I'm done. Got paid his fucking huge fee anyway. Yeah. And then they take him to a room. They go pick a gift. The prince would like to offer you a gift, and he goes. They're all wrapped. And he's like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what anything is. Like, what should I? And the guy was like, my advice, go for one of the small things over yeah. here. It's more likely to be jewelry, blah, blah, blah. I want to go with an x-ray machine. Fucking whatever it was, $200,000 or $150,000 Rolex. Did he sell Rolex. it immediately? Yeah, he sold it. Fuck and that. Then I don't he need also a thing. I need money. There was a hotel and he talked to one of the guys who works at the hotel and apparently the princes have these hotels and they'll have all their wives can have these luxury luxury places at the top and they will have their own floors and whatnot. And he said, but there's one floor that is like on a Thursday, they go down there and they fuck all these beautiful young boys. Really? They just have these like young is it in the boys. It's not, it's like on the fucking, whatever, 107th floor. floor. Oh, it's all the way up. But it's, 69th it's floor. where all these beautiful young boys that his just his confidants and his friends, but they're basically young guys that they fuck. Yeah. I had a guy that I used to work at this restaurant in, in New Mexico and he had all these young Mexican boys would come work for him. And I never, I don't know if he did anything with them, but he liked having them around. And they were, I mean, I ended up banging all of them. But um, <laughs> you were the Saudi prince. I Saudi princed them, but yeah, but it was it was always yeah. There's men with money like Hashtag to just have boys next. around them. No, me first. Me um, first. I added mine first. Um, but yeah, it was just. Uh, it was. A, it's a weird thing to line up, but it's such an inherent part of. I think men are all a little homosexual, even if it's just ten percent. Yeah. But we've got. Um, in, in history, you're right. The Greeks, the Romans, every major yeah. civilization has absolutely well, you guys taken have such strong sex drives too. Oh, my, my, my liege, my, my, uh, my, my armor boy who puts yeah. on my armor and then also happens to trip and suck yeah. my dick, before, you know, on the night before battle. Yeah, oops. Oops. Now, Sorry, Sebastian. He, fell, he certainly did fall on my sword. It's um, okay, Sire. I, I, anything to make you happy. You know what I mean? Boom. I can't. The, goes I'm out sorry there. I'm so not helpful with the impressions. Dick in the face. 
calling you sire. Call me sire. <laughs> Getting mushrooms, <laughs> mushroom stamped. Tell me what a little whore you are. Call me sire. But I don't know, like, and then Tell when me these kids' whole lives were just, are just to be at service, and then they age out, I guess. Do you reckon there was dirty talk back in the 1600s? Yeah, of course. Oh, you're a fucking wench, aren't you? Tell me you're a wench. I'm a, a wench, my liege. I'm a wench. Tell me you work in the sop bucket. Well, who was the guy? Um, <laughs> Don, was it? I'm enjoying this way too wait, much. Wait, who was it? Don Juan. In my what country. Was, wait, hold on. In my country. Let me see, hold on. I, I really want to voice, you've done voiceover in video games actually, haven't yeah. you? You played um, one of the um, protagonists in, one of the main characters in Grand Theft Auto V. Well, I was, uh, had a radio station. Yeah, you, yeah, you had a major program. channel, yeah. 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 And JB Smooth. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Shout out to Laszlo. What's Laszlo. up, son? Radio Laszlo, who never um he uh couldn't deal with all of my he didn't didn't like how many how it appeared from my Instagram feed. He said it was intimidating to what see was? me with women. And he was like, I can't even look at it, man. It's like too you just too many girls. You hang out with too many attractive girls. I'm like, what? What weird brag is this? This is like a double brag. Yeah. You're like, someone once no, said he, a thing like, unfollowed me on. No, it wasn't flattering. It was more like... He Why was did like, they just mute you? It was before muting? There you go. How great was it when you so, can mute people on when it. you found that? I, I was praying for it every day. I was like, can we just mute? Because it's so awkward if you unfollow someone that you know. Yeah. And you see them and it's not... I'm like, listen, see, it's I like not, I'm not against power, you. I prefer unfollowing them. Well, now when message. you unfollow it, it sends a message. But I don't want to... I'm, it sends I, a personal message. I just... Sometimes it's just what you're doing is not what I want to, my day clogged up with. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's not a But people get thing. upset. One of my friends got yeah. really upset because I said um, some of her content was a bit fucking racist. I was just like, yo, I know this is meant to be it? humor. And it's just really repeat, repetitive. I hate this group of people. And I said, yo, maybe just fucking... Like what? I want do you example. hate people? Well, it was a lot of like very anti-white people. All white people are dog oh, shit. All white annoying. people are dog shit. And I just went like... Is she white? No, she's not. Oh, okay. And I was like... Isn't that the most annoying though when it's like white people being like, listen, white people, you need to check. It's like, shut up. Check your own privilege. Get away from yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. That's the privilege I can tell other white people what we need to do to be better. There was some yeah. girl on Instagram talking write about... Write a fucking blog. You know she was I mean? like... She wrote on Put on story. Annie Letterman's glasses and she write goes, a blog. She goes... This is, yes, very bloggy. But she goes, um, she's like, do you, when, if you use those emojis, those hand emojis, and you use the black ones and you're white, you're damaging people. I'm like, shut up, first of all. What? First of all, let's be honest. White people can't land cool handshakes, so you have to use a black No, but I'm talking wanna... about in the, in you know the what I mean? text. Yeah. Just, just, like, just fucking strategically, a black, black fist is definitely going to make a better impact, a better thing than a white fist. It's I've seen just, white guys try and shake hands with black people. Never works out well. They always look awkward. It looks bad. They're apologetic. Unless you're really good at it. And then that's cultural appropriation. There you go. <laughs> can't can't you can't win. win. When can't can I win. use an emoji? <laughs> but it was just like, why is this white chick telling people what emoji to use? Just mind your own business. I'm, they're going to, I think, I'm pretty certain because right now they have lots of like, um, you know, they have the gay emojis where it's the two guys holding hands or they have the females, you know, to the lesbian one. They're going to have to come up with a gender non-specific emojis because at the moment it's just boys and girls. Eventually they're going to just have like... Or they're going to take rid, they're gonna get rid of all of the genders. Or they're going to get rid of all the genders, yeah. They'll just be... We'll go back to just fucking, you know, it'll be yellow people like the Simpsons. I didn't mind the yellow. Bright it was yellow. All yellow. Not, it was not fine. racist Asian. But yellow. I think the yellow looked closer to white, so then it seemed racist to black people if they didn't have the thing. It needs to be an orange. It What's should be purple. Purple. Is that the. Well, that's quite dark. That's black. That's quite dark. That's black, isn't it? Red is Indian. Yeah. Green? Native American, yeah. Green. Making fun of aliens? Green could be good. There's, no one's going to be green. Green's Sick the one. people. Yeah, we're making fun of How Ill. dare you take, make fun Ill? of the terminally ill? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Someone would always be offended. Crazy. Oh, you know what I got in trouble for on Instagram? Go. Michelle Wolf posted a picture of her. She just got in GQ magazine. She got like one of the up and coming people of the year or whatever. And it's this she picture of her and she looks really good. Publicist. But she looks good. She's got like this dress on and her leg is out. And it's a really high cut. And I just wrote, what a slut. I'm friends with her. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I go, what a slut. Because I know she'd appreciate that more than being like, you look fire. Like, nobody yeah, yeah, That's yeah. so annoying. But um, so it's I, funny. I it's did that to her. Yeah. And it got all these likes and she liked it. And one guy was like, you're a jealous cunt or whatever. And then someone was like, I mean, I think she's just kidding. And, you know, I thought and it was funny. And they had an argument amongst but themselves. But then someone, I think, tagged it. 
And then I got a message from Instagram being like, this is hurtful content. I'm like, can you check to see if the person who's posted has liked it or not before yeah, you tell yeah, me whether yeah. it's hurtful content? I would never, like, that's so it's psycho. It? Also, it's like, if you see that we work together. You're not allowed to have friends. jokes with your friends anymore. That's not allowed because someone else who sees it might be offended. It's so crazy. But I'm not, I can't just write gorgeous. Come on, guys. We're comedians. Let's yeah. be better than that. No, but you have to pretend like everything is, you know, daisies and rainbows now. Yeah. Can't ever be honest. But That's he, why it, you live in LA now as well. Yeah. I do miss that East Coast kind of brutality. Yeah, talking shit. Yeah. Well, when I first came out here, I was I made fun of my friend was going up after not me. Not being mean though. What? Not being mean. No, it's ball busting. Ball busting. It sucks when people don't get it though. Yeah, you were pretty mean on. to me at the beginning. I thought well, you, you were. Me. You needed a lot. You needed a lot of um, attention. Little... That I was. I was in the middle of something, and you were demanding me look up for my thing. And I oh, was like, when? When was this? First, time we were at met. the first time I met you. We were at the stand, and I was like getting ready for my set and stuff. And you came up like, I swear to God, with this attitude, like you should know me. And I'm like, dude, I just we'll talk to you later. Or did I just say hello? It was a lot though. What did I the say? way hello? it was, but it was no. You were like, oh, you were like giving me shit for not looking up, and I'm like, I'm in the middle of something. I was like about to go up. Yeah. I was like, what do you need from me that I can't give you right just now? Just a little, just a little genuine politeness. But I was a little bit over, um, I was over everyone at that point. Yeah. I was not having it. After the election, I was like, everybody can suck my dick. I'm so over everyone talking to me. I just want to get my shit done. It was a very depressing time. I remember getting that, watching it. We were stayed up and watched it. And we were just like, oh, that happened. But I, but I, I marched and shit. I was like very much on. Sure, me too. But I but also I'm think. I'm over it. I'm, I, I knew I'm, he was going to get elected, if I'm honest. Yeah. Just people think that uh, their little microcosm of the people they follow, the people they share stuff with yeah. is what the world is. And they forget that there's yeah, a I whole load of crazy, especially in this country. I didn't think he was going to get elected. I was very surprised. But I mean, now I do think he you know what, reelected. though? Thank God for comedy, though. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like we, we, we're not short of material on a weekly fucking basis. No, dude. I feel bad. I feel bad doing I'd have to go back to talking about, about my personal point. life anymore. You I know? want people to like, I, I feel like people want to break. I'm like. I feel bad when I bring it up. I'm, I, and I feel and like there's should. a responsibility, though. You know though. why? Because I think you, you have to be so funny. Tired. It's also been such a such a tired subject matter now after two years of relentless stuff. But also, be, tell jokes. Ugh. Don't tell people how they're supposed to vote yeah, yeah. or all that shit. Like, do it in a joke. You know, you can expose both sides of things. You can make people laugh at themselves, but you have to make a joke. Absolutely. So I definitely, in the beginning, was guilty of. I preaching, got very preachy. Preaching, yeah. I was very angry. It was yeah. ridiculous. Well, and you're a white college educated woman. You're you have to be. Your it's your responsibility I was, to be I the had most some, angry. Right, but I had well, yeah, we're <laughs> the most discriminated against group white women. <laughs> it's really hard. It's to been be hard a white for woman. us. It's super hard. You've it's got been the white difficult. guys on your spate. You're an ally to everyone. Fucking gay dudes love you. It's, it's been too much <sighs> for us, you know. It's really hard. Well, the whole thing is uh, it's a lot because there's obviously you know truth to everyone's fucking pain and everything but <laughs> it's just like I'm, I just I don't want to I that. just don't want <sighs> I just get have your been personal through, struggle I've just but... been through some real like tough shit in my life yeah. and I want to move forward and I want to yeah, be happy yeah you wanted a, a fucking and... Mercedes and your dad got your Toyota Prius and that was kind of like a kick in the teeth yeah well, because all no, the other girls like at school are going to make fun of you and listen I don't sure, don't I know knock the Miles a Prius is good. you're going to knock oh, a Prius I'm never knocking a they're Prius they're not that cheap and I wish I could afford a Prius I had to buy a Toyota Corolla 2001 so embarrassing super embarrassing it's just especially when you come out with your top hat and all your jewelry yeah and then get into that but don't you think it's funny? I always think it's funny seeing like a Dane Cook or like these guys that are like really rich and they get these these fancy cars and then they have to bend down. They're getting older. Oh, like a Lamborghini disease. Yeah, and they're getting older and now they have to bend down. Like he's not there quite yet, you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. it's like in the next 10 years, this is going to start getting humiliating. Surely he's doubled over anyway under the weight of all that guilt of stealing people's material. <laughs> like I would assume that's probably... Didn't he steal more of the essence? bear. He will. He got called out for... Doing like parallel thoughts. I feel like his wasn't that bad. I feel like the Carlos Mancio thing was very. Carlos Mancio was awful. He would word for word would steal openers jokes. And Dane Cook was probably one of those people. Do them on stage in front of those people. I bet you Dane was one of those people that didn't watch other people's comedy. Yeah. And didn't even know. He was on MySpace doing adverts. Yeah, he was killing, dude. He had that thing symbol with his fingers. Yeah. I think that I'm. I would never make fun of him now. He still does well. I'm like. When those I've people turn, I, I think until I've met someone and spent time talking to them, I won't make a decision about was, what. Kind I met of him before. He wasn't great to me, but it's not. I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I I, I really feel like comedy's <laughs> missing its allegiance to each other. Like comedians should stop being so. It's fun to bust balls and talk shit behind people's backs, but this public taking down of people to me is like, yo, we're comics. Like this all affects what we do. Yeah, and I yeah, would yeah. hope. I would hope there was some allegiance that people would. Well, that's uh, what I was saying about those groups. When I see them working together and becoming successful and helping each other out. 
I hate the worst thing ever is when if someone hits me up and goes, "Yo, I saw you do this venue." Could I get an email or a contact or something? So I always no. I'd always give that to them if I know them. Who are they though? The randos or the people you know? Comics that I know, people that I'm aware of. Of at course, least, you help. Listen, I help. Funny, like I. Yeah, I don't I think I don't. I don't reluctantly give that contact, thinking, "Oh, they're going to take my spot." Because I go, "They're not Why me. would you think they're not that? me? That's no, but crazy. a lot of comics do. A lot of they're comics so you ask, and you go, "Hey, can I get a contact for something? Or do you mind doing an intro?" And they go, "Like, oh, you know what, man? Don't really know them. Or actually, uh, oh, no, sorry, you know, I didn't book it. Or well, I'm it like, depends on whether off. they want. If You've they want a wreck from me, it's I, I got to have seen people have these the balls to ask. When I've never seen them perform for recommendations for yeah that's crazy I'm not I'm like, talking about that I'm talking about just like a lot of it's like it's just so weird because I'll I'm helpful so I'll help like I'll come to you I promise yeah if I see something in you and I want to help you I've got a little manager in me that wants to sure know, sure because sure. I want funny to win so if I see something funny I want more funny out there yeah and you know I'll help people out if I can and get them what I can but people they'll take advantage a lot too I was on a my friend well you have to understand when to say no but there's if someone who's a you have a relationship with you know I, and, yeah. I'm not, and this is not about you this is I'm just corroborating your gripe which is I feel like there's a lot of very desperate people in entertainment and they find it very difficult to put aside their own insecurities and right. their own desperation long enough to go this person is no threat to right. me. And actually, by being someone who helps others within this industry, people, funny people. Why would you not help people, funny people? There's no reason to not help them. Because people are very but fucking But they're people that don't, that, selfish that, do not, that do not do comedy often, that do not, I've never seen do well, I've never yeah, yeah. possibly even seen perform. They're people that I'll, I'll meet in passing. They've never been funny in a conversation sure, with me. Sure, There's yeah. never been anything. And then they look at me like I'm a list of things. Yeah. And they want, I want some of those things you have. Can I have some of those things? And yeah. it's like, when in my life and my career did I fucking ask someone but to those, give me a th thing? Those people have a lack of social awareness. But it's, because they can't even understand what level of relationship they have with you, what understanding also, you have of their no, comedy. No, they don't understand that the blah, answer blah, blah. to all of your problems is sit down and write a joke. Every time I'm depressed, every time I'm worried about money, every time I'm worried about anything, it's like the answer is write a new joke. That's the thing that makes you feel better about sure. fucking everything. It gets you closer to money. It gets you, it helps your confidence. Mm. It'll help your act. It's like, it's always the answer. Sometimes it's working out as well. Exercise makes me feel great. Yeah, I mean, but sure, I but I'm not in a fucking competition. I'm not lifting weights for I mean, my I living. Think I'm just saying you but could. But sure, no, you could exercise. Yeah, endorphins, it helps. But it's just, it's... I'm not going to lie and say that my answer to everything is comedy. Sometimes I have, I, I, as someone who's deep, has a deep love and connection to comedy, sometimes I know the places where I have to just let that be a creative process that I do. And it doesn't have to relate to every aspect. But I'm just saying on a personal level. Probably because depression often doesn't make me want to be funny in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I find it hard to go, all right, a gag about this now. I'm like, oh, I actually want to just find a way well, to immediately take myself out of this place. Really? Yeah. I always am like, well, I get really, yeah, I'll get depressed and I want to perform, but I'm telling you one new tag fixes everything for me. Yeah. Just one new word that switches it up. Because you get so like bored with your set. That's always where my That's true. Comes yeah, from. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so miserable. But as like, long as oh. you're writing, putting in new bits every, I feel like every three months, as long as new stuff yeah. is being you know rolled well you through. get i don't know about you but i always get stuck because i do the sets at the comedy store the most so it's 15 minute sets and then i kind of so i'll have like the joke i always open with and then i kind of do a solid a similar, closing bit and then you'll yeah. put, you'll mix it up in the middle but then i get kind of stuck i'll get i'll start to feel like i'm just rehearsing lines sure 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 and then it doesn't feel good so i have to switch some stuff up but like last night i hadn't performed because i've been away for thanksgiving i hadn't performed for a while and my set felt so cr like creaky yeah 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 well, as soon like, as you have like a few days off, see, that's a problem you don't really have in New York City because we'll end up doing four shows in a night. Yeah. Whereas out here, I've definitely felt that you go, oh God, I haven't done stand-up for a week. Yeah, and people think good. it's not that long time, it's but it feels forever. like a lifetime. It's forever. I, that's why I moved back because I'm finally able to get as many spots here as I was in New York. Like, maybe not as many, but... Sure. You can work, work every me night a lot. They work, work me a lot. They work me a lot. So... Yeah. I was just like, I don't have to suffer. Are you a regular anymore. store now? Mm, yeah, I've been a regular for since. Uh, Is your name up on the wall? Yeah, I got a really good spot. It's right when you're walking by the entrance. It's like right on the corner. So nice. my, it's great because my brother's friends will be in town and stuff. And, and they'll go and take a photo. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's cool. But yeah, no, I got passed in 2013. Nice. I got passed there. Were you from here originally then? No, I started in New York. I'm from Philadelphia. I started in New York. And I moved from, I went to school in New Mexico. I was in New Mexico for seven years. Then I moved to do stand up in New York. 
and I ended up uh, doing being there for about four years. Then I moved out here, maybe three years. I did Montreal, and then I moved out here. And I was doing Chelsea lately. I forget how many. Oh yeah, that was another show you were on as well. I forget. Yeah. I forget how many years people have been doing stand up. You know, out here, yeah. a lot of the people that I know, I go, oh, they seem like young. You know, you're yeah. a young woman. And I'm like, oh, she might have only been going like four to right. six years or something. Oh, I hope that's not when you feel about my act. Well, no, no, she no, knew. no, that's so it's funny. You're like, no, 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 it's not about no, the act. No. Plus, I, um, I know some comics who've been going four years and are fucking incredible. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just, I'm just saying, I go like, oh, okay, I, because I've been going, I think it's now seven years. Yeah. I just go, oh, a lot of people might have started around the same time. Right. I'm like, no, these motherfuckers started when they were 18 and they're now 30. Well, I started, um, I started when I was 25. I quit drinking. I moved to New York, quit drinking, started doing comedy like five times a night immediately. Yeah. Just everything. What and pushed then, you? What pushed you into that? What was the 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 impetus that made you go right? Fuck it, this is it. I need to do this to actually get on stage mm-hmm. rather than just thinking about it. Twenty five, you know that. So you you've lived a bit. You've got some worldly wise well, wisdom, hopefully under your belt. You've well, a couple things. things. There was a an Adam Sandler movie was in town when I was living in Santa Fe. There was an Adam Sandler. They have a tax break for movies, so movies come in. Adam Sandler movie came into town. The Longest Yard. I don't know what year that was, but I met uh, Nick Swartzen was was on there yeah and i don't know if he him, even I've knows he hangs it's me out in a bar here in in uh in la sits at the end of the bar and i've, I've said hello to him a couple of yeah. times he seems like a nice enough guy well i don't know i mean he was nice to me then i don't i don't i've never talked he's to at him the cellar as well he's that performs down the cellar so but he um i don't know you just like me i met him sandler like i it just you, you i met the people and it became a little bit more real to me where i went oh okay but had you previously always been like oh that's something that's a niche i want to scratch I just like learned how to be funny to get out of shit, you know? Okay, yeah. So my dad's real funny. So I just was always, I always was class clown, making people laugh, getting in trouble, Mm -hmm. not able to do regular stuff. But I was a, you know, I used to be like a special ed teacher and I did stuff like that instead, but I just wanted to do comedy. And children with special needs are hilarious, aren't they? They are. They really are funny. Fucking a riot. They were funny as shit. But I'm like wiping asses. You got to have a sense of humor when you're doing that. Yeah. But uh, I ended up, going to New York and I wasn't really I might have I guess I hadn't really done anything I was staying on my friend's couch and I came here with the intent to do stand-up and then I was just drinking and sitting on my sleeping on my friend's couch and she finally was like so you were like most stand-ups yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> and I was sleeping on her couch up until a year ago still yeah. but she she was like you got to do something this is crazy yeah you can't just lay here this is ridiculous and then I also had had a therapist who recommended this audio self-help book he gave me these CDs and it was this guy, Brian Tracy, and it was called Goals. And I listened to it and it was all about not making excuses and stuff and just, you know, putting your goals down and stuff. And so I wrote all my goals down and they were so embarrassing. It was all about don't have, he always said, don't have self-limiting beliefs. So okay. when you're writing down your goals, just say I'm in a positive present tense, but anything you want, don't be embarrassed. So I was so humiliated writing these things I wanted down. So I would write 10 a day. Yeah. And then um, you're just focusing on that. And finally, I quit drinking and was able to just do stand-up. And then I just How long ago started. was that you quit drinking? Um, January 20th, 2009. So nice. that was my first open mic. Oh, that's open great. Mic. Yeah. So that was my first open mic. So I'm almost 10 years now. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's impressive. Well done. But thank I think, you. Um, I think, but it's uh, easy when you take it, because I started comedy the exact same day I quit drinking. So it was so much easier for me than I think other people because I had this I drink thing. less and less and less now. And being out here helps. Yeah, because you have to drive. Or... And also just like, there's just not that same drinking right. kind of culture that there is in New York or London. But that's how I felt in New York when I moved from Santa Fe. I was like, nobody drinks like I do. In it New was York? embarrassing. I was like, oh. I, I always felt like I was going to fall in the subway. I was going to fall in the train. 4, 4 a.m. in the morning. You know, there's always some bar you can go into and be, yeah. have a little lock in and fucking get hammered. Yeah, I had a British friend here. actually met on a bender. That's where you meet us. That's where but we exclusively meet. We were people. in Brooklyn. We we're in Williamsburg. I met him at this bar, the Stone something, Stone something, Stone Hill, right? Cob- Stone Hill, something that doesn't exist anymore. Something that sounds super. But it was as right well. off the Bedford Ave. Stop. The Stone Vale. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And I met, and my friend was sitting next to me. I was meeting up with a friend to talk about something, and he, this British guy, kept trying to talk to me, mm-hmm. and I was so over it. I was like, fucking "You're so Brits. annoying. Oh, fucking the worst, accent. We get it." And then he was like, I think he said something like, I don't think I'll ever be in love. And he like put his head down and I was like. He sounds like a cunt. It was so ridiculous. I don't think I'll ever be in love. It was so annoying. And then, but I ended Even up. Even I hate him. But then I ended up loving him. But so then we went on this bender for like two weeks. And you his dad was as in. as a friend or did you hook up? I hooked up with him, but I love him as a friend. There you go. He does see. propose marriage to me a lot, but. Sorry, buddy. 
Um, I haven't talked to him in a sec, but he, we used to FaceTime all the time. He FaceTimed me during the election. He was like, now you know I really want to marry you because I don't want a green card. But um, he's like, I don't want your shit country. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm pretty, pretty, uh, we were so happy though because we'd done Brexit and everyone in the world was like, you fucking idiots. Yeah. England, you idiots. And then America were like, we just elected Donald Trump. And we were like, okay, were you pro Brexit? Thank you. No, no. Anti. No, Brexit. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't really understand. I was it. Uh, very pro, there needs to be some changes mm-hmm. in how the EU controls our laws and right. governance. But. Brexit wasn't the right. And decision. how has it fallen now? No one, no one can work out the deal, and no one has. So nothing's everyone, changed. Yet. Everyone who is, it's going to go through, um, but everyone's like scrambling to try and come up with a plan of action of how to make it work and get the trade deals down, and it's just not happening. Was it and older people that voted? Was that course, what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, both my parents, including my immigrant Romanian mother, voted for Brexit. Is that what Melania is? No, no, she's not Romanian. No. What is she? I don't know, fucking, she's further east. She's like, you know, um, Ukrainian, I think. She's Ukrainian. She's a pretty lady. She's hot, but I mean, dead inside, right? You've got to be fucking soulless at this point. Yo, I think she killed it. She did it. She's like, wasn't she like a call, like a, is that just a rumor that she was like a? An escort. Was she I mean, escort? I mean, she's just a hot Russian. She was probably she a model. She made it. Like, think of her village. Like, oh, yeah, she's, she's done great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she probably, like, she has to put up with the shit, but she doesn't, she made a... If she was in back in the Ukraine or in Russia or wherever the fuck she's from, yeah. she would be with some guy. She would definitely be with a wealthy guy, but he'd be like a big, aggressive Russian dude and probably not treat her the best. I would assume. Instead, she went, all right, I'll be with that kind of guy, but I'll do it with a mushroom dick in fucking right, America. and the most who money. Who ended up becoming the most powerful man in this country. It's so crazy. And he has, you know. Do you ever watch Kyle Dunnigan's Instagram stories? No. Oh, he does He does impersonations of, like, the Kardashians. He uses one of these things where he puts oh, the their face faces over him. Face, and yeah. he had one where Trump was talking to Melania about that jacket. It's yeah. so funny. And she just read it wrong. I'm going to look it up. This is on his Instagram, is Oh, it? my God. He's the funny. It's the funniest Instagram, I think. Nice. He's brilliant. It's so funny. Him and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, him and Mark Wahlberg. But I don't follow him. But what does Mark talk about God a lot? Oh, just be, aspire to be better. 4 a.m. I woke up at 4 a.m., went to the gym. Did two hours in the gym, then spent an hour praying. Gave thanks to God. You got to do it. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag aspire to be better. Going to go and see my children for two minutes. The way your jaw goes about. slack when you're trying to huh? do an American accent. It no, just it's just looks Mark, like Joe no, it's, DeRosa. It's just, Marky Mark, Marky Mark. It's like how Joe talks. Marky Mark. That's how it is. Just aspire to be better. It's Just so weird, Jesus. isn't it? What is, isn't it so weird? It's he beat the shit out of a man with a metal pole once. <laughs> he went got arrested for it. He beat the shit out of someone yeah. with a metal pole, and now he's, he's like, got anger problems. A spider be better. Well, Jesus he's from Christ. Boston, you know. He's one of but those, he's like, finding his um, coping mechanisms, you know. But Good people are very much this. Like Jada Pinkett Smith has this whole thing where she it's called like the Red Table or something, and it's the Smith family does a round table chatting about so I mean it's just such a weird thing that's happening where everyone's so exposed myself included you know I, I will talk about all this personal shit and then I'm like ew people can hear the worst thing that ever happened to me while they're like on the treadmill yeah people are like gross like and yeah. it's my own fault I'm doing it you know I had on the previous episode we talked about um, anal sex stories gone wrong with, with Josh Shadamise <laughs> and it was pretty gross what we both shared and someone's gonna be on their lunch break yeah. tucking into a fucking you know it's tuna, so tuna salads, tuna niçoise salads, and as that bit of broken egg goes in their mouth with a little nice little creamy sauce, bam! I'm going to be talking about shit They're everywhere. They're going to come everywhere. They're going to fucking come They're so, hard. so hard. Ah, the hardest. There's so I feel like podcasts come to anal sex a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we like to like explore the most extreme things that have happened to us a little bit in podcasts. I like this being a balance. I want people to empathize about when, and to relate. What are you talking about? Like your shit coming out when their dick comes out or what? Yeah, no, I mean, I was talking about like having sex with a girl, anal sex with a girl, and we were both very high and she shouldn't, it, she wasn't ready. It wasn't a bad time. Oh, she should have. Prepared a little and uh, it got a bit messy and I freaked the fuck out. It was just like a one night stand. I jumped out the window and ran away <laughs> while she was in the bathroom cleaning up. Did you ever talk to her again? I saw her, one of her friends at a fucking show. I was backstage at a friend's music show in the UK, weirdly, fucking five, six years later. Yeah. And this girl came up and got introduced to me. And I was like, hi, how's it going? She was like, she was like oh, you know my friends. You met her at Snowboarding Festival. I went, I mean, I met a lot of people. I used to, sorry, I was DJ and I was high yeah. a lot. Oh, you and she was like, she was okay. like, oh, yeah, you fucked her in the ass. You remember, you fucked her in the ass. You jumped out of a window. Do you remember? And I was like, 
Oh, that girl. Yeah. Is she okay? How is she? She went, yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't talk negatively about you. Why couldn't you just you. go out the regular door if she was in the bathroom? I freaked out. I was high as fuck. I didn't know what was going on. I just wiped What were you high on? Like lots of, lots of drugs. Ketamine, MDMA. Oh, I love ketamine. Yeah. it was. Ketamine it was helped me. Oh, I won't touch any of those drugs. Anymore. Ketamine is like, they, you know, they use it for PTSD. Sure. They use it for lots of different things, but it also can fucking kill people and send you crazy. Also, it attacks your it bladder, bladder and your yeah. liver and it's irre- irreplaceable damage. But you wouldn't do, I mean, I, sorry, irre- uh, what's it called? If you're doing it, the doctors damage. aren't going to give you the amount that would do that and you're not going to do it that often. Sure. But also if you're doing it with, yeah, sure. I mean, it's a very dangerous drug for your body. And yeah. if you mix it with alcohol, it's like this friend died from it with mixing with alcohol. Let me see her. That's uh, Louise, my mate Louise. No, it's Louise. Oh, it's a girl. Is it a dude? No, it's a little. No, I wasn't. I said girl, girl. and then you're I fuck, got You're such a mean cunt. I, I don't understand why you're going to be like that. Dead friend. Um, what's going on with you, Annie Letterman? What can people check you out in right now? What would you like them to check out? I was just in a movie called The Long Dumb Road. Nice. Written and directed by Hannah Fidel. It stars Jason Manzukis and uh, Annie Letterman. My friend Tony from. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm only in it, but I'm in it for just a little bit, but. Uh, I play Ron Livingston from the guy from Office Space. Okay. I play his wife. Nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. So I'm in that. That's out in theaters now. And then uh, you can still hear me on Grand Theft Auto. I wrote on the Sasha Baron Cohen show. Nice. You can get that on Showtime. And if they want to check you out live, which is what I encourage every listener to do, is to go and see guys live because, you know, that's going to be the best I'm always, thing. I'm always at the Comedy Store. I'm at the Comedy Store about four times. Comedy Cellar regular back in New York City as well. If you want to check it out on Instagram. I'm actually at- not passed at the Comedy Cellar. Oh, do you not? I never auditioned. We never auditioned Mm-mm. there? I thought you were passed there. No, I never auditioned. That's but weird. I will. I'm going to. Bonnie was just talking to me about it. Oh, there you go. Great. I'll go. Bonnie's, uh, she's a woman who helps women in her industry. Like she helps other comics. Yeah, Bonnie um, and I always help each other with stuff. I love actually her, I love her anyway. I think she's a wonderful person. She's amazing. But, uh, and I love Rich Ross as well. Yeah, they're great. Um, but I'm like in, in awe of and also amused by the relationship because Ross is so old school and she's so identifiably part of, you know, a sort of strong feminist movement within comedy. Or at least. I think just being a funny woman, you kind of get in it. Sure, but no, but she's quite vocal about, yeah, about supporting women and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But yeah. she, not, not well, to she say, had that, not she to had say the by the way, she won't actively... Yeah, but that's a hilarious... That's a great documentary. Yeah, that yeah, film, yeah. I think, yeah. Women Aren't Funny is very... And also Voss, that was a big part of her and Voss yeah. together. It's their story more than it is about yeah. women in comedy necessarily. But um, it's... Um, but she, she will absolutely call out dumb fucking female behavior, mm-hmm. which is great. But yeah, I love I love that they I can just see them having conversations, just going, We should never talk about gender or politics or equality because there will never be a time. Yeah, but I again. think Rich is softening. Yeah. She's softening Rich. Well, he's got Rich. daughters, isn't he? I so think that, that I makes just a big feel difference. Like everybody needs to be in a fucking like healthy relationship and be able to talk about this shit because yeah. a lot of the gender stuff it's you're just not you're having trouble seeing it from other people's Yeah, people are not um actually talking about how yeah. they feel i remember when i was freaking out after the election and very like anti-men and so mad I, i'm like really don't feel that way now but um my friend from santa fe who never went online she mm. never she just lives on a farm she didn't go online at all she would she was like you have to understand it's like we need friend. yes but she's like you need it's a yin yang you know you need both things and you need to try to understand the other side you can't just live not to say that like you know gay is bad or anything but I'm just saying you need like a, you need a Just balance of things secret homophobes I knew it yeah I hate I them knew it well we actually underground railroad that was us yeah yeah I heard a lot about slavery in Quaker school because they had to keep I've been trying to do a bit about it where they had to they had to tell you about it a lot because black how people they bro- that's how they broke out well black people don't aren't going to be like the Quakers but the Quakers are like we got to keep reminding people we were part of this for yeah. their goodwill yeah but um no, she was saying that there needs to be a balance and stuff. That was actually very important for me to hear because I forgot. You know, you get so wrapped up in your own shit. Yeah. And you dehumanize an entire gender. But then she got a job online recently, like this year, and she was talking about, she was mad at her husband. He fucked her car up somehow. And she goes, fucking white male privilege, fucking up cars or whatever. And I went, why are you saying white male privilege? Like, what are you talking about? Didn't You were the one that helped me with this. And she was like, ah, and I go, oh, you have the fucking job online now. So now she's online and it's just, it's like a disease. It really yeah, is a disease. Yeah. It's making, I always say it's like my dad, you know, peeps, the, the marshmallow chick things that they have on I Easter. Don't, but I, okay. I well, can... it's a marshmallow 
treat that they have on Easter. Right, okay. And my dad would always put them in the microwave and they would expand and get giant. Nice. Right? I don't know why he felt like he was eating more marshmallow. So I always say like the internet is like the peep in the microwave. Like it seems so big. But if you just relax and don't react to it that way, it'll get back to the regular size. It's amazing if you just leave something for like two weeks. Just go, I'm just going to not respond or care about this for two weeks. It's amazing how... There's so much shit. If now you respond, you get in trouble. Isn't that such a respond, weird? Trouble, it's a weird yeah. message. To, yeah. If you accept responsibility and apologize, you get in trouble for it. And if you ignore it and never mention it, you do not get in trouble. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Or it, it goes away or whatever. Or it go with time. Time is a great healer. But you can't once you apologize, you're fucked. Yeah. It's just people a weird are, thing. Everyone getting people, in trouble is weird too. People are offended. People there's no to, one's allowed to have an individual thought, and that's really it's the dangerous power of and like scary. Online court, though, isn't it? It's that online fucking dishing out of online yeah. justice, yeah. and it's literally these people going, "I don't really have any impact in anyone's life right. in reality, right. and now I can impact the life of right. a huge fucking star." Right. And it's that power that people get off on. I wish they would right, just and you can today. project all of your upset from whatever happened to you onto, onto them. You know, a lot else. of people have go. a lot of trauma and a lot of shit that went down. You know, yeah. and they project it. But you know, I think it's important to make your bubble small again a little. You know, yeah. and uh, and try to work on your own shit because everything's very weird and nosy and everyone else's business. And it's just I don't know. And I'm I'm a part of it. Yeah. I'm not even I'm not even saying I'm above it or anything. But yeah, it's just it's an odd. We need to focus on the funny. Let's just be funny. And not that I funny. was very funny on this, but you have been funny on this, and you've been insightful, and it's been an interesting conversation. I've enjoyed it. I like these podcasts. It gives me a chance to get to know people that I don't necessarily know that mm. well in the world of comedy a little deeper, yeah. have a better understanding of them, and yeah. I've enjoyed it. It's been nice, Annie Lenneman. Is this Thanks. the end? This is the end. Yeah, we're at like okay. uh, one one hour ten minutes. I just wasn't sure if you were ending it. I'm wrapping it up. Okay, I, cool. I, so you I did your wrap up. That was it. Was a pretty succinct and nice okay, ending i think yeah it was a good um, ending thank you and if you guys want to check out annie letterman make sure to find her on social media on instagram and twitter it's just at annie letterman mm-hmm. right uh a double n i e and then l e d e r m a n l e d e r m a n yeah there you go um and she puts details of all her shows and stuff like that yeah. there uh, obviously check out the writing on the new sasha baron cohen thing the uh show which is uh this wait well, this is america right uh, who is America? Who yeah. is America? Sorry, I'm getting mixed yeah, up with the fucking good, Donald Glover cool music video. And then, um, oh yeah, and then also the, the movie time. that's uh, now in cinemas is called uh, Long Dumb Road. Long, Long Dumb, Dumb Road. Road. So go yeah. and check that as well and support her out on that too. That's it. Cool. Thanks Thank for coming you. in. Lots of love. Have a wonderful fucking holiday season. Yes. I love you, savages. Make sure to hit that like, subscribe, all those good things. Hit the notification bell, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye, savages. Goodbye. 